Or three to your hina do or three a car Welcome to That was me counting down in Gaelic. Can I hear you count in Gaelic, Brian? A hina do or three a car a shock to hock to anita death. That's the count of ten. That's cool. It's not bad, eh? Not bad at all. That's the that I know that's funny I remember how to do that. <laughs> do you wanna What know? else can you say? And will Della Gum Dullamach could you and Larry smash you the holly? What is that? Can I go to the toilet, sir? Okay. Or ma'am. Uh, That's all the Gaelic. How, how I know. would you say you are very beautiful in Gaelic? Uh, no idea. You have no idea. I forgot. I forgot. Mm. I wonder if I could take it online again. Is this. Because um, I had 12 years of it. No, I had more than that. I had seven, fifth, 14 years of Gaelga. Cool. So you can't take any of this Gaelic into a. <laughs> sexy tongues come on you gotta say that no I can't <laughs> well I could I could just say I could just keep down the 10 and say can I go to the toilet please <laughs> over and over again well now that I know it means can I go to the toilet please no I know okay well no one it's more thing not gonna thing. do it for me yeah I know that'd be awful you have to find something okay, sexy okay how about this one here's say. sexy begin a camarok and gunday and clar begin a camarok and gunday and clar a waharin and ligi to kanani me well, you're saying, it's like and you're marching. And, okay, okay. Can I try a sexy version? How does that sound? There you go. That's much better. Do you know what that says? No. There's a, there's a fair in Clare. Mother, can I go? Oh, okay. It was, it was a song. That's actually a kind of a fun. Oh, why don't you sing that song? Why don't you? I mean, not right uh, now. Well, because... I don't know because you, you like it or no? Well, we sang it as kids, and it seems like a, it'd be a funny thing. Oh, it's a kids song. It's a uh, yeah, we learned it as kids. Okay. There was another one that was funny. I can't remember it though. We would change the words, and the 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 brother, the Maris brother, teacher would get mad. Why would you change it to? I don't remember. Uh, oh, I wonder. If, I wonder if uh, I'll have to go look and see. I'll I'll find out. So, for those of you who don't know, Brian was born and raised because he was conceived in the united states but he was born in dublin ireland i've been trying to get my accent back because it's faded over the many years which is very disappointing i've been watching every two days fair city which is a dublin show i can see online now and where do you find fair city rte player oh is it free dot ie is it free oh yeah yeah rte dot ie i want to check it out really Oh, Let's okay. See what it's like. All right. You didn't see when I mentioned it five minutes ago. You didn't seem interested, though. No, I was. I just didn't say I was. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. Um, so anyway, there's that. So that's all I have to say about that. That's all you have to say. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're sitting here having a beer. It's a Friday night. Brian's having a nitro milk stout again. I'm having an IPA again. A Lagunitas this time. Where are you from? For Me? those who don't know. Oh, I'm from Silsby, Texas. I'm from Southeast Texas in the, uh, in the East sticks. Piney Woods. Yeah. You know what's funny um, about Silsby, Texas? Guy? What? Um, it's funny you sound from Silsby, Texas. We were in, um, when we were in uh, Denver, and I was mm-hmm. doing the master's program, they had, it was a, they had six students come in from all over the states who uh-huh. flew in to, to do a, uh, you know, you go check out a college or whatever you call it, Semin- this was a seminary course, to see if they wanted to go 
and then I walked in and I saw the map and every all six of them showed on the map where they're from and one girl showed Silsby, Texas on the map. Oh. And that was funny because it's a, it's a small town. Nobody, yeah, it's very small. No, few people know of it, you know. Not like mega small, but yeah, it's, it's pretty small, unknown. Uh, anyway, so it was kind of funny. So we were sitting around. Everyone's talking where they're from. She goes, she goes, I'm from, no one's ever heard about Sealsby, Texas. And then um, when they came back to us, I, they asked us questions. I said, mm-hmm. by the way, my wife's from Sealsby, Texas. That's cool. So she was like, what? What I should have said was, uh, by the way, um, Silsby Tigers, go Silsby Tigers. That would have been better because they'd be like, "Why the hell do you know about Silsby Tigers, Tigers high school high school football team?" But that was fun. I have another funny story that I'll tell some other time about the small world, but it'll take about three minutes. Do you want to tell it now? I don't know. Do I? No. Maybe we'll do a Saint. I'll tell it. Maybe we'll do like a Saint Patrick's Day version of something. Okay. Well, and I'll that's... tell it then. Okay. Or not. Well, hopefully you'll remember. Yeah. Um, how do we get talking about? Oh, you're from Silsby, and then yeah, I started I'm from Silsby. Okay, so so basically, I, what did you want to say? Because I was going to say no, something. I'm finished. Okay, well, I wanted to uh, thank the people who, uh, you know, sent me a text or whatever during the week, and I wanted to highlight one of them, my friend Patty, Miss Patricia Garza, sent a text. And um, this is after she listened to last week's podcast, which was on unpacking the events of the week, which was basically what happened at the Capitol. So anyway, she sent me this really cool quote. Um, She said, this Cherokee proverb popped up in my mind when I listened to your recent podcast. It was also referenced at my Sunday celebration circle. And she said, guess the universe is telling us to pay attention to this lesson as a reminder. And so she shared it with me. And I'd heard it before, but I hadn't remembered it. Um, It's called Two Wolves. Let's see if I can make it bigger. We are recording a podcast, sir. There was no sign. Well, I forgot to put the sign up. Yeah, there was no sign. Sorry. Yeah, thank you. It said, one evening an old Cherokee told his grandson about... Oh my gosh. I got this bigger. Do you know how to make this bigger, baby? We're a highly, highly produced show here. Let me tell you. We're very highly produced. Um, no, I don't know where it went. Like it. I read it last time, but Sorry. now I can't figure out how to put my, how to make it bigger. All right. Can you make it bigger, babe? There we go. Okay, one evening an old Cherokee told his grandson about a battle that goes on inside people. He said, my son, the battle is between two wolves inside us all. Mm, One is evil. It is anger, jealousy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. The other is good. It is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The grandson thought about, a, about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, which wolf wins? And the old Cherokee simply replied, 
the one you feed. That's good. So I've I thought that, that was really a brilliant yeah, that's true. Uh, quote uh, story there because that is really true. And so I just want to feed. That's good. Yeah. I woke yeah. up feeding the wrong wolf this morning. I went straight to YouTube within 10 minutes of being awake. Yeah. Let's, so, we shouldn't do that. No. Okay. And then also Jennifer Hopkins, who also listens. Yes. I had said last week that I wasn't going to finish East of Eden. Right. But she had sent me a message saying that that was her favorite book. Yeah. So I told her I would finish it. And I pretty much did finish it. I was like almost finished. It was super close. And then I just watched like a YouTube video to get like the ends, like kind of like the end, the wrap up of what happened. Um, and it basically mirrors the story of Cain and Abel, also about good and evil. Yeah. And so there's all like these meta themes in East of Eden. <clears throat> but basically the characters in the book, there's two sets of brothers and they both represent Cain and Abel. Um, but it makes sense that I wouldn't, and I still didn't like, I still don't like the book, but I appreciate the message of the book and what it was trying to say, because that's a very frustrating story. If you reading, read it in the Bible, which I think we should do. Yeah. We could talk about that story at some future place. And then Tammy said that she had listened to one of our financial podcasts and it inspired her oh, cool. in various ways. So That's anyway, great. guys, thank you for listening to our podcast. Yeah, thanks for all the and emails you sent me. And for sending us texts and different things. <laughs> if anyone wants to send me a message to tell me that you're listening and enjoying Ryan it. Ryan feels left out. I don't. Uh, I won't bring your name up if you don't, if okay, you don't want me to. It's okay, baby. You know, oh, and Tammy tells said you. something fun. It's like a girl's podcast. It's like, that's not fair. There could be men listening. There you could don't be. Know that. I know only know of one. How if can you be dude, a girl? What's wrong with girls? I'm, just, I'm to in here too. I mean, bad? no, don't be like that. I'm, what I'm about, just joking. Okay. I'm just saying like, where is the, there's not, there's only one guy I know. I am feeling left out. I feel like I'm, oh no, two, two guys. I take it back. What about Neil? That's why he's one of the two. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Well, you never know. There could be some dude out there listening to the podcast. You I, only, no I only need to know if you listened once. You know, and if you're a girl, and you can you chat me too. did you say Mark Hopkins listened to? Well, yeah, but now you just said his name. I don't know how he feels about that. Don't say last names. I don't have his permission to go say that. Okay, I won't say any more last names. I guess names. it's not a big deal, though. Well, and go... Here's the problem. We don't edit this show because we're too lazy. So well, no, it's with, not. If we're it's not... in, it's in. Actually, we're not lazy. Well, we are lazy, no, but lazy. we decided that we were going to do our podcast, or I decided and presented it to Brian, yeah. that we would do our podcast the way Joe Rogan does his podcast. Right. Which is, he goes on, and he he rarely ever edits yeah, anything. Yeah. Well, he has, but he has a whole team of... He has a very up. small team. But the key thing, I think, is make it... Like, but I didn't finish. Okay. Basically, you just hit go, and you go. You go, yeah. And then he they talk, yeah. and... I mean, even he has people get up and go to the bathroom right. and come back, and, it, and he doesn't edit that out. And I listened to one of his, and it was three hours long. But the other thing is, if you make it difficult, you're not going to do it. The more difficult mm -hmm. you make it, like an old guitar teacher said to me, where's your guitar? I said, it's under the bed in the case. He says, get it out, stick it by your bed. The harder it right. is to get to the guitar, the less likely you are to do it. And right. the same with podcasts. Like, I've worked with two different people on, on podcasts, and I think the editing is what killed it. Because it became too much work. Right. Like, we want to be finished, send it out. So if you are an aspiring podcaster, keep it set. Keep, 
Kiss, keep it simple. Silly. Is it silly? It's stupid. 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 Okay. Okay, but we're not. Right. But now okay. we've. That's our update, or that's like our. That's this preamble. Yeah, preamble to the podcast. Okay. Preamble's over. We're going to talk is about something specific. Twelve minutes tonight. in tonight. Yes, we're going to talk about marriage. Yeah, we're going to talk about marriage because guess what, what? is happening what? in ten days, or is what? it ten days? What? What's the date today, Brian? The fourth, uh, the fifteenth. It's the fifteenth. So actually, in eight days we have excuse me we celebrate our what 22nd anniversary oh i forgot about that yeah yeah we celebrate our 22nd wedding anniversary we're going away and we're going away to where where are we going a lovely hotel downtown san antonio called hotel emma called hotel emma and it's so beautiful we've never seen the inside of the rooms though but there's a library there there's a great library. I want you know what I want to do. I want oh to go to the. Oh my gosh, we can read in the library. I know because you can't unless you're a guest. I've been going in there for three, four years. I just love. I call it my urban monastery because I love mm-hmm. the smells and the looks. And yeah, they have a they have a certain they have scent that they use for the winter months and one that they use for the summer months. Yeah. And so it always smells amazing when you go in there. It's great. And um, which, by the way, I want to get some when we go. Yeah. And. Um, it was an old brewery. Would you like to tell the history of Hotel Emma? It is an old brewery, yes. So the, the, the it was a brewery. It sold pearl beer. Mm-hmm. Emma Kohler was the which is nasty, by the way. It was no uh, offense if you like pearl. She was the um, proprietor, or maybe her husband died, but I, I think she she ran it for a while. Mm-hmm. It's a hundred years old. During Prohibition, they maybe sold they either sold soft drinks or they did laundry from there. I don't know, but they re, repurposed their equipment. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of different buildings. So the hotel we're staying in is the original brewery. So if if you're downtown, there you see uh, they've re- kept a lot of the er- the original parts there, uh, like the um, vats they would put the beer mm-hmm. in. It's really really. You should Google it. Actually, it's just a lovely place. And then there's different building buildings like there's a bottling factory, the canning factory, the mm-hmm. granary, and they're all now businesses, but they've kept the yeah. original building. So it's really gorgeous. It's really a fun. It's a fun um, environment. So it's fun. We're gonna go there, uh, leave the kids here, and then. Um, and they're old, so don't worry. Who's old? Liam's. Well, well the kids are old. They're yeah. old enough to be by themselves, and we Liam's eighteen. Yeah, so don't Finn's report 17. us. Is what we're saying. Yeah. So yeah, they can be by themselves. Is that is that not weird though? To put, you're putting this. Well, out on the interwebs saying that you're going to be gone a certain weekend well you're not giving your address we've said everything that except our address yeah but we also have a vicious dog Rottweiler <laughs> we have three Rottweilers <laughs> and four shotguns and in, in case you're wondering in case you're going to go visit during that time so you know oh god anyway so we're going to talk about marriage because um, it'll be 22 years and of course, we're not just going to talk about our marriage. We're going to talk about hopefully parts of our marriage that would be helpful to you if you are married or aspiring to be married mm-hmm. or have good reasons why you wouldn't ever want to get married. Who knows? <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. Yeah, some people don't want to get married. So I yeah. think we should talk about, I think we've talked before about our about dating. I think we talked about that before on a previous co- podcast briefly. Could you point the listener? To what? The, could you point the listener to that podcast? I, I couldn't. I don't remember which one it would be. All right. I have no idea. 
Um, okay, so do you want to talk about dating or just want to talk about I don't premarital think so. counseling? I think we only need to talk about... I think we take it from premarital counseling and the value we... Do we take it from the, the proposal? Uh, yeah, sure, why not? Okay. So we were on the, the bus, the train, the plane even. Oh, we were on a plane. Oh, this is a great story. And your head was on my lap and we were dating. It was the summer of 99. Mm-hmm. No, 98. This was not the Ant- Aunt Novella trip. This was a no, different was the trip. No, one. Because we, we, we met in January 98. Yeah. So we met in Chicago, but we were flying to Texas to right. see my family. For summer. And I um, I put a... Your head was on my lap. And I remember thinking, I want to get... Oh, that's very racy. Is it? Well, on the plane, it was on a plane, though. It was like in public. It's not like <laughs> much anything's going to happen. But I remember thinking, I really want to give her a, uh, a ring. And I just remember praying in that moment. Like, like help me. I don't know what I remember saying. And I had the idea go into Houston. Now that didn't make sense because we were flying flying into Hobby, which is, which is closer to your home. So you would never go into Houston. But I, mm-hmm. I we just drove in and we went to the Galleria and we which got I off had the, never been to the Galleria. It's like a massive mall. Yeah, and the first store we went to, you saw the ring you wanted because we've been shopping in Chicago, and you just couldn't find anything there. And you saw, yeah. it and it's like that's the one. And we got you measured, and then we spent that summer with your um. Which, or not the summer, but that week or two with your family. Yeah. That was a funny trip, actually, because we I the first time I saw the house when you grew up, and we left oh, the airport. Right. Hang on, I don't remember how... Oh, we, we rented a car. But your mom was in the car, so I don't know how that all happened, but we pull up to the house. We must have picked your mother up somewhere. Oh, I think She picked, could have been at Nicole's or I think something, because yeah. Nicole was living in Pasadena. Your sister, yeah. So, not Pasadena, Texas, oh. that is... Yeah, Pasadena, Texas. So anyway, we went left from there, and then we we drove, and I remember thinking like, "Wow, this is so remote." When we're on that mm-hmm. main main road, I was like, yeah. "Wow, this is dark out here." And then we take a left turn. It's like, "Why well, is this even more remote? Where's, when's their house gonna come up?" Yeah. And then we take another left turn on Fire Tower Road. Yeah. And it's dust, and it's like, "Oh my gosh, this is really." I've never been out in the sticks this far. And then yeah. we pull up to. The, I didn't realize how how in the sticks you were. Mm-hmm course it's lovely land now when you think about it yeah i mean it was then but it was just yeah it's beautiful anyway so your mom knocks on the door is this a boring story you think no your mom knocks on the door and and i hear your dad saying barney is that you and your mom said um, oh because it was dark wasn't yeah, it yeah and your mom said uh yeah and he goes oh, and he opens the door he goes i damn near shot you because he had the gun <laughs> pointed at the door because there was some guys pot smokers hanging around Oh, the cops yeah. were on, we saw the cops around there. We did. I think we did. I don't. I don't know. remember. Anyway, so that was that. Okay, so that that's the. I but I I called the guy. Oh, you have a better memory than I do because I don't remember any of. Well, he said that pot smoke. At all. The thing is, it was so remote that the pot smokers would go out there and get get crazy because they wouldn't get caught. Cause the mm. sheriff wasn't out there. So right, yeah. They. Um, I mean, I remember it now that you're saying it. I yeah, remember it, but I, I don't like were, bringing it. Flashing it up. lights, yeah. But he'd said that there was pot smokers hanging out because he they were always messing, yeah. messing around his his land. Well, that no one ever went on the land. I don't no, think they the people would like drive by and right. stuff. Yeah, because it was very remote. So that was um, anyway. That was a fun trip, and then so um, can we go back? Yes. Are you finished with that story? I finished that story. Okay, because I wanted to go back to. The ring to yeah. the mall. Right. Because we went to a restaurant in the Galleria called La Madeleine, which is a chain restaurant. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. And so, I remember what you're wearing, too. You were really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, you're I was kind of checking you out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> what I was remember. I wearing? It doesn't matter. It's, it's, 
What? Nothing. I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay. Back on track. Okay. So we went to La Madeleine because there was a La Madeleine in Chicago on Clark Street. Yeah. And. Is that where we, I didn't know we were in La Madeleine. There's one here down the street. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, we I, I went there all the time and I loved it. And then it closed down. So I was really excited to go to the one in Houston when we saw it. Because I was like, oh my gosh. Because I like to get like a Caesar salad with grilled chicken on it. And then I like to get jelly toast. Or not jelly toast, but like they had homemade bread with yeah. jelly. And they had really good iced tea. Um, so anyway, we had lunch there. And then we were walking. And seriously, it was less than five minutes, I think. that Because like you had said we had looked for rings in Chicago. Did we eat and then find the ring? I think we ate and then found the ring. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, I didn't see anything in Chicago. We went to the Diamond District. Right. And just nothing. On Wabash. And so then I walk up and there's a a, a jewelry store called uh, Gems by Chow. That's right. Yeah. And the ring is sitting in the window. I, is it on a hand or just it's on one of those like... I remember. Yeah. Hand mannequins or something. It's a nice ring. You can't. Yeah. And I looked at it and I was like, "There's my ring." Yeah. Like I knew instantly, and it looked. I thought it looked very Irish too. It has a very old. Because um, it has. You know, it has the same ring. Is you got to go down to, uh, press coffee, May. Uh huh. She has the the owner has the same ring. The exact same ring. Almost identical. She, really. She found it in a pawn shop. That's crazy. I've never seen one just as, as like it. Anyway. Wow. So anyway, it had a yellow diamond shaped like a heart yeah. in the center. And I I don't think I'd ever seen a yellow diamond before. Yeah. And then it was it was platinum and then it had ton, tons of little just little tiny 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 diamonds. Yeah. The, but, but it was well, wide. Not, when you say it was, it's over there. Well, I'm not actually I haven't worn my wedding band yeah. in months. Yeah. Because which is very sad because for 22 years I Almost never took well, I, off I've been, I've, my I, wedding I band. I need to. Um, anyway, I fixed that. So, I mean, I would even like cook and do mix up meatloaf and do all kinds of things with my ring on, which is. I only take gross. mine off to shower because the soap gets under it. Yeah, but anyway, and mine's got mine has lots of tiny holes, yeah. and crevices, and everything. But I I developed an allergy. Yeah. To my wedding band, and That's I get good. blisters when I wear it now. Listeners, if you have any ideas of how to deal with that, then please reach out. And um, yes. So anyway, it's very sad because I haven't had it on. I wear it when we go out. Yeah. Because if I wear it like for twenty four hours, I mean, I'll still get blisters if I have it. Like we go out on a date. That's odd. And I wear it for like five hours or whatever. It'll get. I'll get little blisters on my hand oh, so but you, anyway do you do wear it when you go out on dates yeah i wear it when we go oh, out I wear so you, are you are you afraid that like it'll look like i have i'm going out with the secretary because i have a writing ring and you know that never crossed my mind okay, just, okay it's just weird for me to like right. you know after wearing my wedding band for so many years and then not wearing it it's bizarre yeah. to me sure to... okay so where are we at in the story well, so no, we're I was going to... Okay, so we got the ring. Yeah, We bought the ring. the ring. I called him and they shipped it to me. That's crazy. And he didn't tell me that he bought it. He yeah. didn't tell me. We just went in and I think... Okay, yeah. I think they sized me or whatever. They had but, sized I mean, you at that time, yeah. Well, I knew your size from them or somewhere else. So mm-hmm. he had to size it. They shipped it. I had it. 
Looking back though, that's crazy I had him ship it because I don't know. I wouldn't ship a ring again. Like I'd be nervous to get lost in the mail. I'm right? sure it was yeah. I'm sure it was well, a shirt. You probably did like FedEx or something like that. Something. Uh, anyway, so I had it in my guitar case and I was playing at Java Joe's on Clark Street in yeah. Boys Town in Chicago that night. Mm-hmm. And I decided I would. It, it actually worked out well. I just decided that's the night I'll propose to you. Mm-hmm. And we went by Lincoln Park and I had the guitar and I was I played you a song, but I had the ring inside the mm-hmm. um, the guitar case. And you were funny. Where you like, where's my ring? Oh my gosh, I'm you such a so terrible. Bold. I'm so And you must have had an idea. Terrible. You had an idea. So I put the ring in your finger, gave it to you, and you were all excited. And then as we're walking out of towards the, to the, to, out of the park to show you, you're telling this stranger couple, I just got engaged. And they were like, oh, cool. That wow. was cute. And then we did the show, and then we mentioned that. I feel like I told this story before. No, maybe not. And the guy called Pascal and Liz, who had, they got married before us. Mm-hmm. They came to the show. He went out and got champagne, two oh, bottles, and that. he opened it for everyone. That I was should nice. find that guy and thank him for that. That was so nice. Mm-hmm. And then you sang a song, but we mentioned that we were, we got engaged that night. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah, it was a beautiful night. It was was it summer? Yeah, it was summer. It was because we went down by the. We were in a park. We went to a park. Didn't Lincoln we? Park. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the, yeah. That was that. that was really nice. I probably should have just waited for you to propose eh, without fine. saying which you did propose, yeah. but I did say I knew. You yeah. were going to propose. I don't know how okay. I knew. You were very bold. You kissed me first, by the way, too. But I did. Didn't you? Why did you have to bring that up? So I'm just saying. It's not a big deal, but... I did. You just couldn't resist. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I was on State in Jackson, by the way. Yeah, I remember it was a downtown. Was a, it wasn't like a big kiss. It was just a... I, think, I don't think you realized right, you had it done was it. Just, no, I did realize I, I did it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, you were very laid back. Like you were, you're, and I probably should have waited. You and I well, are on it. the opposite yeah. spectrums. You were late, more laid back, and I'm more aggressive. You're more passive, and I'm more. You think still to this day? Aggressive. Yes, still to this day. Okay. But um, I mean, you're you're not as passive, and I don't mean that in a bad way. You no, were just I, like I, was, I think I was. It took purposely... you forever to ask me out. Okay, that's fair. I think I was purposely passive, though. Uh, maybe for... Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, but... Okay, but anyway. So we, we can we get to marriage counseling now? Yeah, so what, we had we some really excellent that? marriage counseling um, before we got married. And we were... We, we went to this church called Park Community Church in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. And our pastor was Ray Carter. And he... And maybe someone in our church would have done the marriage counseling. I don't yes, know how it works. Have, yeah. But anyway, I was in a band at this Baptist church. And so we were at this Baptist church every now and then because I was in this band there. And so the pastor at that church did our marriage counseling. And his name was Doug Harsh. Yeah. And so I just thought that there were a few things that he counseled. Oh, that he counseled us on that I thought were super yes, beneficial. They were. And that we have held to you know, I only remember, our entire marriage. I only remember one, but it was pretty important. Do you remember other things? That were, I remember that, other things, yeah. What, what, so you go else? ahead and tell the first thing that you remember. Well, no, that'll be the main part of what we're going to talk about. Not the main part, but that's the most important part. Well, I don't know what you're going to say. Oh, the dating. Oh, the Continually dating. Continually date. 
Okay, but so what else did he say that you remember? We talked about oh, money, okay. but I don't remember. Yeah, I don't really I don't really remember what he said about money. But okay, so there were a couple things. One thing he talked about was not being friends with someone of the opposite sex. Oh, I don't remember. And it that doesn't either. mean that you're not like friends with someone of the opposite sex. Like you can be friends, right? He mean he meant like Hanging out and this time. is very radical, right? Yeah. A lot of people aren't going to agree with this. Right. I mean, I've ha- I've had lots of people over the years when I've shared oh, this just, that just, yeah, they just, don't agree with right. me, and I understand. I yeah. get it. Um, but you're I'm not going to like pick up the phone and call a dude and be like, "Hey, you want to go out for coffee, or do you want to go out to lunch, or do you want to be in my book club, or I'm not going to be texting some guy." Yeah. I'm just not going to do that. You know what I mean? Because it's not that you can't be friends with someone of the opposite sex. Like, your your best friend. Actually, I have a good friend, and her best friend is a dude. Yeah. And I don't think he's gay. Like, yeah. maybe if your best friend dude was a, was a gay guy, yeah. that would be different, right? Yeah. But, but do you think... So, you, you like that. Do you think that served as well? I think that's good, because... Especially like if you meet some guy who you find particularly attractive. Yeah. Or even if you don't. Yeah. Maybe you find their personality attractive. Well, because I dated a girl before you and it it was kind of on the outs, but she started hanging out with a guy as a friend and then uh-huh. it turned, turned into more. Yeah. I mean, it was meant to be. It's not, it, it, her and I weren't all that in a healthy place, but I could see where it's, um, even now though, 22 years later, it would, I think it would be odd if I said, Hey, I'm going out with, um. Just make up a name, Lucille or something. Do you remember when we were dating, you wanted to go out with someone? What do you mean go out with someone? You Not were like, going to go out. Right, but you were going to go, because you had a lot of female friends. Did I? Well, you had a, you had a couple of female friends. That I would just hang out with one-on-one yeah, or in they, groups? They, they, you weren't, you hung out with them, but you didn't want to date them. Oh, do There you, were two do you, ladies. Do you remember their names? Yeah. Just their first names. What were the first names? There was Debbie. Debbie Donovald? Yeah. I, I didn't hang out with her one-on-one. And there was someone else. I forget her name. Denise. Denise. I don't think I hung out with Denise either one-on-one. I think we would have hung out in groups. Someone. You were going You were going to go have coffee with someone okay. when we were dating. I and I remember that. And then what? Uh, now, this is way before you hadn't even proposed to me. What happened? What was going on there? Well, I think I got jealous. Oh, did you? I did. I wonder Which who that was. typical of me. Well, yeah, I think it uh, was Denise. Uh, was it? That's interesting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I think, I don't know if we got, I don't know if we got into a fight, but we definitely had a discussion about it. Right. And then I think you decided not to go. Right. Which, again, I know this is an area that's a gray area. It's not a right or a wrong sure, area. Sure, well, we're just talking about, just, I would just right. focus on what, how it's, what, what, yeah, you're not necessarily saying. Right, I'm not trying to tell you what to do yeah. as the listener. I'm just telling you our experience. Yeah. But, but anyway, yeah. I no, thought no, that I was think great. There's been, here, here's where it's been extreme, though, I do want to say. Here's where it's been weird. Oh, uh, and not accepting rides. Yeah. there was. I've so, only accepted one ride from one man. There was a young, there was a recruiter when we first got here who had, mm-hmm. who had a uh, young lady who wanted to meet for lunch, right? Mm-hmm. And I said to her that I couldn't meet her for lunch unless she brought along another person. Mm-hmm. And it was just a really weird lunch because he was there. And we, 
Like I think in that right, case, right? Because you you have to do lunch lunches because yeah, so, you're in the workforce, right? So I think that would have been fine to just meet her for lunch, and I wouldn't have jumped on her. You know what I mean? Right. Um. So I think I I think maybe we took it to extremes and overthought it. I don't think we took it to extremes. extremes. Well, in that case, I think that might have been an extreme. Right. Like I I think I think it made it a it almost. Yeah. Well, because you would tell me you were you would tell me like. Right. I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna lunch. have lunch with yeah this. I just want you to know I'm gonna have lunch with this person because right. you had to do that for work. And I'm like, right, okay. The rides home I forgot about was that something that happened in counseling where don't bring it don't if you're married don't be giving a girl a ride home. Right, don't give someone the ride home. Like I'm like if I'm out somewhere and a man offers me a ride home, yeah, I, remember, I should I just that. say yeah. You know, no thank you. And now in the days of Uber or whatever, you can just get in an Uber and you can right. go home like. It's not a big deal. Because the whole point of all of this is you're trying to, you've made a commitment and you're trying to mitigate a potential other interest happening. Exactly. You're trying to not cheat Here's emotionally the, or physically. This was before, this mar- marital counseling was in the age before digital, digital times. So another yeah. one I would say is um, connecting with old flames on Facebook, I think is dangerous. I think that's dangerous too. Now that might be harsh, but I, I like. I guess my first question is like, if you were already connected with them over the years, and that's one thing. But I guess I had a question like, what's your motive for wanting to look up your old frame, flame to see what she looks like and connect with her or him? Like, what, what's what's well, the sometimes motive? Sometimes I think it, it could just be curiosity. Curiosity, okay. But what's but the motive not, to to be connecting and having a conversation? Well, connecting think, is different than just stalking. Yeah, because seeing I, if they're I fat. I think and that's because I've heard of. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I, I did that. I stalked a girl from when I was 16. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I want to say. That's okay. I've looked at my ex-boyfriends <laughs> well, I'm just too saying, to see like what my, they're at doing. At the time, um, I thought she was... <clears throat> I thought she was beautiful. I brought her home. My dad oh, said... Oh, so you're looking at beautiful women on just the... This one uh, case, just this one case. So I th- well, I think, oh, her, I I think she appeared as... Let me f- tell a story and then he can get mad at me. Okay. So I, I'm 16. I come home. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I make my dad... My dad I said to my dad, what'd you think? And he goes, eh. <laughs> he said, she's a bit rough looking. She's no oil painting. And I was devastated. Wow. She's no oil painting. I don't know if I want to keep painting. this in the podcast, but. Uh, anyway, so, okay, let me just leave it at that. That's not, if I continue on, it's not going to be very charitable. Mm-hmm. I think you can guess where it's going. So you looked her up and you were like. He was right. <laughs> yeah. I made the right decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Anyway, I, I don't think I looked her up. I don't think I went looking for her. I think I. Well, no. You have. What am I apologizing for? You just said you went stalking old boyfriends. Yeah, I looked. So I why looked am up I, two of my boyfriends so to see what give, they I, were so, doing? What well, then? Why did you give me a hard time when I said when? Oh, why are you looking at an old girlfriend? Well, because well, you said no. Because you said, "Oh, she was beautiful." I thought she like was. Like you were like time. thinking about her. She's beautiful. No, no, no. Look, even looking back to her when she was sixteen. I think she had a great personality. Yeah. But, okay. Well, I think curiosity is normal. It is, yeah. It right? is, sure, yeah. You're curious to see where these, what happened to these people. Just like if you look up someone from high school. You just right, want to see right, what's right. going the on. the 80s bands where they know. In yeah. their world. You know, it doesn't mean you want to. Yeah. Okay, so. Like wh- connect with them or whatever. So something he, so the thing that he said was always date, always date. Don't yeah, always date. Have, and I don't know if he prescribed or he suggested every two weeks, but we we got on a rhythm of every week or every two weeks. But we always went out on a date. 
I mean, like he said, I always have a budget for it. Yeah. So for, I think for the most part, for twenty two odd years, we've made sure we've gone out on a date and had babysitters, and we've yeah. always made sure that's in the budget. That, mm-hmm. that, that that's a non negotiable. That you know, you, you look at the budget for the week or whatever, and you say for this month we're going to have date budget and babysitting money. Now we don't pay for babysitting money anymore. The kids are older, right? But we had to factor that in. Mm-hmm. And when the babies were little, yeah. We would have, well, when we lived in Chicago, we had a two flat. And so the kids slept downstairs. So what we would do is we would have the babysitter come to the house. And we would have her go downstairs and put the babies to bed. And we would make dinner together upstairs. Oh, or yeah. order in. Because they were so young, we didn't want to yeah, leave. Yeah, they were so little. That's right. But we and did. we would have date night at home. Or we would have the babysitter come. And then we would go. Yeah. But I, I feel like at a young age, the kids were used to us, hey, we're taking off every two weeks and we're gone. Oh, yeah. And there was it was hard, but I mean, so I guess when I hear when I hear of young couples who just, I just couldn't leave my kids alone, you, 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 you do, you have to. Yeah, there are couples that, have, that don't go on dates for literally two years or and three so, years when they have kids so here's the danger i think of that and i think and i and i think i saw it play out we had gone for a, when the kids were young maybe babies we had gone for a long time mm-hmm. not having gone on a date and i remember it was a greek restaurant i remember being feeling stuck i didn't know what to talk about you felt like a stranger you you mentioned this before on the podcast within oh today mm-hmm. within a few minutes though within uh see we're, we're just repeating ourselves now we should just mm-hmm. wrap this podcast up I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, what was it? Okay. Yeah, I remember thinking, it took me about 10 minutes to warm up and actually get into a conversation group because I think we were like, we've been like roommates or business partners in the family and I think that's the danger he said you run into when you don't date. Right. Well, because when you have little kids, you get really tired. Yeah. And you're, you know, you're working full time. I'm taking care of the babies full time. Yeah. Cooking, and then you're even getting up at night, right? To helping with at least one wake up a yeah. night. You yeah. did that with all three of our kids. You helped out. Yeah. So, especially with Liam, so I can see how you're not. You know how how you can not communicate. I, you know I what mean, I mean? Because when you yeah. have kids around, it's you're tired. It's harder to do. You get distracted. Um, we, yeah, so I, I think um, cause if you imagine this, and the this, anniversary too. But the, what about the anniversary? Always going away for anniversary. Oh, we have. Yeah, we've always gone away, even if it's that like, was his counseling as well. I don't remember that. Oh, I thought you said it was. I thought it was Maybe his it was. counseling to get away, or was that Larry and Virgin? Uh, so, I mean, I think somebody might have said, "Always get away for anniversary." Yeah. Where's the furthest we've gone for an anniversary? Washington D.C. Oh my God. Was it? How old was Finn? Pretty young. Was Two, she maybe a year? I think she was a year old. No, she was a year. Was she? So Brian surprised me by taking me to Washington D.C. Should we get another one of these or no? I don't want another one. Okay, well. Hold Do you want? Did you want another beer? Yeah, but I'll probably get tired. Here, should we get a bartender? Yeah, get a bartender right here. I'm not leaving. Um, do you want to get the bartender while I I'll tell the, the story? You're not. You're not I was going to text the bartender. I'll, I'll text the bartender. Tell the story. Okay. So anyway, Brian surprised me by taking me to Washington D.C. for our anniversary, and Finn was was had just turned one, and she was still nursing. 
And so we get to D.C. And, of course, I needed a breast pump. Oh. So we had to go out and buy a breast pump. Because I think the one that we oh, had. Oh, now I remember. I think the one that we had, I think I, well, I didn't bring a breast pump. I think we had one. But I didn't bring it because, well, that was stupid. I should have brought it. And so we had to go out and buy one. And it was just a really rough trip for me. <laughs> it was. I, yeah. Like, I couldn't oh, enjoy sorry. myself because... When it snowed. Yeah. You, uh... Is that the furthest we've gone for our anniversary? Usually we've done local stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, it was very nice of you. And it was a very lovely gesture. But... And Finn was well taken care of. She was with Jackie and Mike. Yeah. Um, and she had plenty of milk because I had been pumping and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and she hated the bottle, by the way. But I think by that time she was okay taking a That's bottle. That's what I say. Get him used to the bottle so you can get out on a date. Right. But I mean. But. Yeah. <laughs> that was, I was miserable, though. Oh, no. Yeah, you took me away too, from my baby. It may have been too. That might have been too extreme, you know. Right. So don't do that when you have a newborn or... A one-year-old that's still nursing. Yeah. Um, what else on on dates and... Oh, I was going to say is, could you imagine if you are... What I just talked about, like it had been six weeks and you felt like a stranger and it took 10 minutes to get used to you. Mm-hmm. Again. Could you imagine if you never went on a date and, and, and you right. raised the kids and it was all about them and you're busy, busy doing house management? Right. Unless, then, of course, you're talking at home. Can I get a beer, I mean, please, maybe here, maybe upstairs? you're talking at home yeah do you mind yeah just bring, open it up and, and bring the bottle upstairs thanks brian's putting in our beer order. my beer order so uh you don't have one right you said uh i guess not no okay uh so yeah so what it what if you were had i was a couple like it went years and years and then the kids leave and then you're like you went through that but now multiplied by years of not really right of not talking and not talking and getting out and Oh, here's the other thing. Like, I'm not, I'm not a, I don't mind double dating, but it can't override the date date. Right. So if, if someone says, hey, oh, let's get, let's like a wedding or, or let's, oh, let's get, get together with a bunch of couples. Like, that's fun, but it's like that, that's not the same as the date date. That's an extra thing. You, you, right. Like the date date's still important to have you two talking. Mm-hmm. I mean, it all sounds probably stringent and stuff. Right. But I think that. Well, I don't think that's stringent. I think dating is good. Yeah. I think it's. Uh, Thank you, Finn. Really, can I have Dating's half of it, Brian? Dating is a good way to know whether because yes. you need to know how to date before you get married. Yeah, it's true. You need to you know, know how to date, date before you get married. I think that's not good. Well, we were talking about dating within our marriage. Well, we already oh, talked yeah. about dating before too, but that's a good point, Ben. Yeah. What'd she say? Learning how to date before you get married. Oh, okay. And Brian and I, we don't go out on like fancy dates or whatever. Yeah. And we just we're very basic people. You know, we're not, I mean, we get dressed up sometimes. We get, well, I get like dressed nice for a date. Not like overboard, but you know, nice. And then some, if I'm like really tired, I'll be like, can I just be casual? And then we'll dress casual. But yeah, we just like to go have a nice meal. We usually like, we like to have a beer or a drink and talk. Yeah. Before um, the food comes. Before the food comes, and then and then we'll order our meal. Yeah. And we just chat and have a nice a nice evening. 
Yeah, because I mean, when you're chatting at home, it's there's interruptions and you're busy and you're. It's just um, it's it's just nice to get out. It is nice to get out. Did we have a date last week? We went to Kunstler's. Yeah, we did, and then, then that was a nice date. I yeah. enjoyed that date, and I still like going on dates with you. Yeah, ditto. I enjoy it. You know. Yes. I thought you were going to take me to that really cool art place in December, but we never went. Remember that place I showed you in San Antonio? I do remember that, yeah. We should still go. Yeah, I think it was just hard, to, it was hard point, to get a spot because of COVID. I know, COVID is ruining everything. So how do you date everything. during COVID? Well, that's a thing. I like mean, we're almost a year in. It's a late We've question. been going out. Like, we didn't go out for the long... Oh, we had dates upstairs. Remember? Yes. We were having them upstairs. We ordered in. Yes, that's what you We did. would sit upstairs in our room, have a drink, and then we ordered in. We're in these chairs, these little green chairs. DoorDash. Yeah, and then you watch. And then you think we And then we would watch a movie or something. Yeah, that's true. But it's probably harder to come up with date ideas when you're stuck at home for people. Oh, and we had one night, remember at the beginning of the quarantine, we had a fun date outside. So when it was still warm... We went and got from Sonic. We got a really yummy slushy, like a like it was oh, yeah, a strawberry yeah. limeade, and we made like a. Oh, that's right. We made a cocktail with it, with like tequila, I think, or gin. And then the kids made us tacos. They were waiters. And they waited on we us. We paid them. And we paid them. It was still cheaper than a restaurant. I forgot about that. Yeah, and so it was very nice. That was nice. That was a really fun date. It was Finn and Callum who put yeah, together. Finn and they, one was a chef, one was a waiter. Mm-hmm. We gave them money. It was very good, but like and typically, yeah. even with tip, it was. Um, yeah, it was very good. They were good tips, actually. I don't remember how much, but they got so more. So that's how you date during COVID. That was a great idea. If if it's nice weather, which is not right now, so. That's a good idea. I hadn't thought about yeah. that. So you, you have you you employ the youngsters to mm-hmm. do that, and they seem to enjoy that. Yeah, and well, they're not that young anymore, but that's true. Um, but yeah, okay. we're basic. We the, always have the same date. We what were some the, of the hardest parts of our marriage, and how do you think ooh, we pulled through? Yeah. What was our hardest year? That was year seven. Year seven. Yeah, I um. I say the seven-year itch. That was rough. Although I didn't want to leave or anything. No, were you? Were you? Uh, were you? I don't know if you were pregnant. Do you remember when I broke the chair? Yeah, you were crazy. You broke it, a very chair. Unusual. It was. I got so You've mad. You've never done I anything like that before. I, I smashed it on the floor. Money. We were fighting about money. And uh, I remember when I smashed it. It's like. I thought don't you. Be an idiot. I thought you were just like putting on a show. It was. It felt like that. It felt like I was, <clears throat> I don't know, it was very odd. It was, it was very out of character. Yeah, it was very out of character. Because I remember when I did it, it was like, who's that guy? Yeah. It just seemed dumb. Well, Were I we think... fighting about money? Yeah. Were we out of money, or what was the problem? No, I think it was because, well, remember I was doing that Arbonne thing? I do, yeah. And so I was caught up in a MLM called Arbonne, and... Um, and the weird thing is, I didn't even need to do Arbonne. Like, I didn't need the money or anything. But And Callum was a baby. Like, I was doing this when... Uh, no, no, no. I quit after Callum was born. But anyway, I was trying to do this thing and trying to make money. And um, I managed my money. I didn't manage the money well. 
But I don't remember why I was so upset. I remember. I think we were fighting about we had loaned family members money. My family. Yeah. I think so. I th- I think I don't remember like the exact details, but I think it was a combination of me mismanaging my money. Yeah. Because technically, I should have had I should have had money in the bank. Yeah. But I think somehow I put us. In uh, in debt, to an extent. But I think, um, it's and just, then I remember screaming like that. There was some you could get a white Mercedes if you sold so many, or they'd lease it for you, or whatever. What was it? I was trying to become a regional, a regional, I, yeah, vice I, president or something. I don't remember. But what I'm it just was. anyway. I just remember like saying, oh, "Car is an idol." And that's when I smashed the chair. But I just, it just, uh, I think, I don't think it was uh, yeah. about the subject. I think it, we were at a very stressful point because you were either pregnant or the, or the, the Callum or third was born. I might have been pregnant with Callum or he had just been born. But it was, uh, I had a funny episode there where we just stopped talking then and I went downstairs to the basement. And um, when we, on our first date, this is, made that so- was the, one of the biggest, We've had like what four really big big fights, four or five. Yeah. I mean that like big big, not like yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. big, no, but big, like yeah, big yeah. big. That was like one of the biggest. It was yeah. Fights we had ever had. Right. It was it was bad. Um, but we were fine the next day, weren't we? I mean, we yeah. made up pretty quickly. Did yeah. we make up that day? I think the next day, yeah. So it wasn't bad. We really we make up quickly. Yeah. How long? It, I think the trick though now is how long what? How long does it usually take us to make up? Probably within a day. Yeah. We're usually the same. We try it. There's a few times we haven't. We've waited till the next day, but usually we make up the same day. Yeah. But definitely, money is a stress. They say that couples fight over money. That's one of the major things that couples fight about is money. That's what I've heard. So. Now we never fight about money. We were fighting about money, though, a year ago. Not like the kind we were having back then, but... Yeah. But now we don't fight about money at all. We don't. It's not. doesn't come up. Because we are what, Brian? Debt-free. We are debt-free. So that's... that's we are debt-free. Yeah. Uh, what else? Okay, so there's that in our marriage. That was our most difficult... What What else was difficult did you find in our marriage? Come on, I see it in your face. What, what, be more specific with the question. I don't know, just to me. Are you, talking, are you talking about other fights we had? I don't know, just anything you find difficult in the marriage. Um, it's been hard for you. I think you can be very stubborn. You think? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, the other thing is, I feel like I initiate the peace talks first. You do. You know, and part of me is like, screw it, let her initiate the peace talks. But it's like, well, someone's got to initiate. So I'll just do do it. You're so good. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, it's like, someone's got to initiate, I'll just do it and we'll Mm -hmm. be done. I I couldn't like let the pride get in the way. It's like, well, well, she did that. But uh, you know, you eventually, I appreciate that about you. I think you do eventually own your stuff. I do own my stuff. It just takes me longer to own it than you, but I do own it. Like last Wednesday at the, at the, we were out with the kids and, um, you felt, uh, you'd been mistreated and 
you just couldn't seem to let it go. And I think we decided. But I we was gotta... talking so calmly. Yeah, yeah, I know. I want, but also we. we oh won- yeah, because you wondered. you were you were you were unfair to me. Do you realize that now? I realized yeah, yeah, that yeah. I didn't let it go. Right. Well, I, but yeah, do you yeah. realize that you were unfair to me? I was. Yeah. Okay. Well, I also wasn't honest. I wasn't either because I wasn't honest. Or I wasn't fully aware of why I was upset with you. Okay. But that's all. That's a, that's a whole other spiel. Yeah. No, I am stubborn. Yeah. I I admit it. But um. Because it's hard for me in the moment when I'm so angry or upset or hurt or whatever the emotion is, it's really hard for me to go. Because I know in my head where I'm supposed to go, right? Yeah. Like I know, usually because I know if I'm wrong or not. Not always, but sometimes. And you always know that you need to apologize. Yeah. But it's just so hard for me in that moment. Yeah. To do the right thing, even though I know I'm supposed to do it. You know who, something that always stuck with me was um, Ray Carter's sermon. Who was, who was single? Uh, he did a sermon on a couple. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned a couple who, they would get up twenty minutes before the kids would get up, and they put the coffee pot on. They would just sit and talk for those twenty mm-hmm. minutes before the kids woke up, mm-hmm. and they did that tradition for years. Just think of think about sermon, yeah. sermons. Looking back, it's like, oh, what's going on here? Emergency. He had some good stuff. Oh, yeah, like you remember certain things that stick out. That really. That's the other thing. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no! I just after going through like hours and hours and hours of how to do sermon prep, it's funny how you'll you'll preach a sermon, spend hours on it, and you'll say something off the cuff, and that's what sticks with people. Mm-hmm. Like that's the part of that sermon yeah. I remember. Like that, not that we kind of do that. Well, yeah, for twenty two years. Yeah. You have made me coffee. I mean, I know you drink coffee anyway. I do. But yeah. You've been making us coffee. It's not that I press a button. For twenty two years, we've 20... been making dinner. Two years, I know, <laughs> but still, I think it's very, it's no, it a very nice, very I th- nice I think thing I got the, because it's, it's an easy part of the deal. Well, I think it's kind of hard. You're getting up in the morning; it's the first no. thing of the day. I drink it too, though. So I know, but I yeah. think it's nice, My and you always make that. sure that everything's prepped, prepared, and prepped the night before. Even <laughs> puts things on timers. I do, which I like. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's nice. We've always had that every morning. Like we do that together every day. Like we don't always talk. Yeah. But we do end up at least having some conversation every morning. Yeah. You know? And I try not to talk too much because I know you like to have your your time of reading and but you know, I need to be open to more talking. You know, that was like yeah. the sacro- sacrosanct. Is that a term? Sacrosanct, yeah. Time it's like, oh, this is my time of like, you know, the past would have been my quiet time, my time for re- yeah, reading, reading the yeah. Bible, reading a book. But I think, um, you know, there was very, it was very much, and I think this is for future podcasts. I was like, I have to have my quiet time. I have to pray and talk to God, or He'll be mad at me, and my day won't go go as well. Which is often the which I, is you've, not you've true heard that from at the pulpit. all. Have you heard that from the pulpit? Yes. Have you quiet time, read your Bible, say your prayers, or just you just won't be it's like putting on your clothes, you won't be the same for the day. And I think I've become more I think I've come to realise that God's a bit more mature than that and and it's more of a like uh I think if yeah. I walk down the stairs and I'm like, Oh thank God that I woke up this morning. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I realize even when I was doing all the Christian y things, yeah, that that didn't always play out as 
that didn't always work out that way. Yeah. Like, because there were times in my life where I was very, very strict about doing that. Yeah. About reading the Bible and praying. Yeah. But I would be like a total beast or like a demon that day. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. We're we're not doing one next weekend. No, we're not doing that. Okay, hello, we're back. It's uh, we we're just gonna wrap this up. We we didn't really end this well, so. Um. So did you want to talk about something else? No, we just wanted to give a decent. Oh ending. my gosh, you had that story you were gonna share. Which one? That. This one. That you're holding in your hand. Yeah. So so we'll wrap up this. We're not gonna do one next week against their anniversary. We what we were toying around was, and we just recorded over it was, should we record a second one now? And re- release next weekend but in the spirit of, of everything we just talked about in the marriage episode we're taking a week off okay so i got this email during the week so i um i do subcontracting for the department of defense so i, I get emails and this one came through and as, as turn, i can read it because it's unclassified it was actually went out to the press but it was yeah. really fun to get this in my work email so i'll read it and then we'll end with this Unclassified, the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Washington, D.C. Memorandum for the Joint um, Force, subject message to the Joint Force. The American people have trusted the American forces of the United States to protect them and our Constitution for almost 250 years. As we have done throughout our history, the U.S. military will obey lawful orders from civilian leadership, support civil authorities to protect lives and property, ensure public safety in accordance with the law, and remain fully committed to the protecting and defending the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and and domestic. The violent riot in Washington, D.C. on January 6, 2021 was a direct assault on the U.S. Congress, the Capitol Building, and our constitutional process. We mourn the deaths of the two Capitol policemen and others connected to these unprecedented events. We witnessed actions inside the Capitol Building that were inconsistent with the rule of law. The rights of freedom of speech and assembly do not give anyone the right to resort to violence, sedition, and insurrection. As service members, we must embody the values and ideals of the nation. We support and defend the Constitution. Any act to disrupt the constitutional process is not only against our traditions, values, and oath, it is against the law. On January 20, 2021, in accordance with the Constitution, Confirmed by the states and the courts and certified by Congress, President-elect Biden will be inaugurated and will become our 46th Commander-in-Chief. To our men and women deployed and at home, safeguarding our country, stay ready, keep your eyes on the horizon and remain focused on the mission. We honor your continued service in defense of every American. And it was signed eight signatures by the Joint Chief of Staff. Chiefs of Staff.